if we pay attention to what our assignment is from God, we can do a, what, a better job because we're not called there just to do the job. You know, uh, those that believe in him, we are working out uh, what, our own soul salvation. So that's why he said, let the light, let your light shine. That the, uh, that the simple men will be able to see the good works in you and glorify the Father. So, you know, we ain't got time to be complaining about um, how uh, just got here, got here, you know, and, and complaining about who's going to take the next role or who's going to take who's going to be the next manager. That's why he says, we ought to, um, we ought to let us, let us work out, uh, I think it was Paul that said that, let us work out our, 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 our our uh, soul salvation and let us work this thing with trembling. No, we're supposed to be at God's fruit and at God's mercy. We should be knowing and listen. No matter what I'm going through, no matter what the situation is, God is there for me. So I want, I want to, I want to pray real quick, and I want you to, I want you to bow if you can. If you're not driving, if you're not uh, operating a machine or anything, I want you to close your eyes. Let's pray. Father in Jesus' name, Lord, I just pray for whoever that young man is. Listening to this, um, this this broadcast right now, whoever that young man is, or whoever that young teenager is, I know we have a lot of teenagers there. I know a lot of teenagers watch me. I know that. I don't know when they watch, but I know they watch. Sometimes they're watching on TikTok, and they're watching on YouTube in the middle of the night. I know they'll be watching. But the main thing I want you to know that um, uh, that they're they are. Some of them are really going through a hard time in their life. Lord, I ask Lord, you would have mercy on them to help them be able to hear the word of God and receive, receive um, your Holy Spirit into their life. Then you cannot be able to be too young to receive Jesus in your life. So Lord, I just ask God, if you would just save somebody from doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Uh, they're planning on doing something they shouldn't be doing. They're going to a place they shouldn't be going tonight. I pray, Lord, that they would change their direction. And say, so, you know what? I think I'm going to go a different way. Uh, and uh, because somebody should be getting themselves ready uh, tonight to meet God in the morning, because uh, church is going to start early in the morning tomorrow. And somebody needs to be there that's not planning on going. So I just pray, Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would help them to get a ride there or get their, um, their car fare ready so they can get there on time, be early, because God got a blessing for you. And you don't want you to miss it. In Jesus' name, we pray, Lord. And somebody got a financial blessing. Somebody need a financial. Somebody need a finances. And I pray, Lord, she would help them, help that their finances uh, get back in order. And somebody need a job. Praying that that she would provide a job for somebody. I know you can't because you're real. You can do anything you feel. In Jesus' name, we pray. Thank God. Somebody have to say Amen. Amen. Okay, let's look at. I want to go to Hebrews. I, I know I should have told you that before I pray. But go to Hebrews. I want to go to the book of Hebrews. And let's look at um, uh, this, this situation of the epistle, the letter of uh, Hebrews uh, written. Uh, we, we just know that the, the author, some uh, ascribe this letter or this writing to Paul. Because we know that Paul wrote um, pretty much just about. Uh, majority of the uh, New Testament had more writing, or should I say, he had more writing than my more stock in the uh, New Testament than any other writer. But um, 
he also spoke directly to the church. But in this book, it's saying that uh, Hebrews is a letter or an epistle, uh, a writing to the church, and it was written before uh, 70 AD, and it's uh, the support, the superiority of Jesus Christ over the old covenant. So we will see that we will see the key words is would would be let us. We will hear let us more often in uh, the book of Hebrews than just about any other book. And also, it has also has already been uh, pretty much agreed upon by many of the uh, theologians and the uh, Bible historians that uh, nobody actually know who actually wrote uh, the book of Hebrews. So they would just uh, have summed it up as saying the writer is unknown. Okay, so that's a little bit about um, the book of Hebrews. Uh, it's, a, it's a revelation of, of, of the su su supremacy or the supreme authority of who God is, right? So let's go to uh, Hebrews, and I want to go uh, to the, to the uh, fourth chapter, and I want to look at the 12th verse, all right? It's uh, the fourth chapter, and we're going to look at the what? The 12th verse. I'm going to give you time. Come on, thank you, thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Everybody that's sharing the video, uh, I, I thank you for doing that. Uh, you tagging some, some of your friends. I appreciate it. Uh, everyone that, 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 that have, um, will do that or has done that, uh, tagging someone in the video or sharing it on your page or your friend's page or in your prayer groups or, or in your special special event wall and, and let people know. Just tag them and say, um, this is your day for a miracle. That's all I got to do. But somebody needs to be up there and uh, somebody needs to be encouraged, man. But we don't know what people are going through. Right? Well, I just know one thing. Jesus can fix it. Can I, anybody know he can fix it? I'm telling you, he can fix it. You don't care whatever it is that's open in your life, I can fix it. So listen to what he says in the fourth chapter. And it's 12 verses. Y'all should have it by now. Y'all got it? Okay, we're going to talk about the powerful emergency uh, power of God. Okay, uh, uh, the energetic word of God. Um, uh, so I want to look at the 12th verse of the fourth chapter. Then you keep that word uh, in your uh, mind, power, power of God. Okay, so, uh, the, or should I say the powerful uh, uh, evidence of God? You know, uh, it, it was God that did it. Somebody said, uh, some song I, I, I like to listen to is called Evelyn Turnkey. Everything that happened to me, God did it. God did it. Oh, yeah, she said, God did it. Now, this is that song. I picture that song got to be about 15 minutes long. But let's look at the 12th verse and the fourth chapter. The word discovers uh, our condition. Okay, so let's look at the fourth chapter and the 12th verse. It says, For the word of God is living and powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. Come on in, sister. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. You are welcome here. Come on in. He says, um, and and even to the division 
I'm, new, I'm, new, I'm, I'm reading from the uh, my study Bible, or should I say the New King James uh, Spirit Field Study Bible. But it says, for the, you can read along in your, your Bible, okay? Uh, it says, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, or should I say marrow, and a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. All right, so the 13th verse, and there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give in account. All right, so I, what I want to talk about is, um, let's go, you know, since we're in Hebrew, I'm forgetting myself. Let's go on to the uh, 11th chapter of Hebrew. Just be over here. And um, I want to go to the first chapter, starting at the first verse. Just flip on over to the 11th chapter. Come on, you got it? 11th chapter. All right, come on. In uh, Hebrews. All right, same book. Just go to, we're going to go um, right side, right side of your Bible, and turn to the 11th chapter of Hebrews on the right side. And where you see, it says, we're going to talk about uh, faith. Uh, in 11 chapter, it says, now faith is the substance. Come on now. It's the substance um, of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. All right. So now I like that because he's talking about we get, so I, what I, I'm going to give you a subject off right off of that word. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my subject right off of that. Faith is the substance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So what is he talking about? What is he basically, uh, what does he get at? What is he saying? Why is he talking about the substance? What is he talking about when he says the substance? I would ask you a question. Put it down in the check plan. What do you think uh, what he's talking about? He says, faith is the substance. What do you mean? You got to mean something by uh, substance. We have a su uh, substance. What do you mean? We have something when you're holding something in my hand. If I have this, this cup in my hand, it's the substance. That means there's something what I have it. What the, the I'm sure or the assurance that something is 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 uh is there. Excuse me. So I have the substance. I have the what uh, the assurance that I have the the ability to believe that there or that I have the confidence to believe that it's going to be there uh uh when I um am there. So if I stand up. If I have, if I stand up, I automatically uh, saw myself stand up before I got up. So the substance was the floor being up under me, even though I didn't notice it, the floor what sustained me so I wouldn't fall. And again, wouldn't. And then when I had, when I got up, my faith told me I I could do it before I done it. So the substance is. Confidence. Somebody said confidence. 
So it's just the belief that I believe that I, sh I would have what I what I what I say even before even before I pray. So I gotta even before I come to God, I gotta. He said in one verse, you must believe that He is a rewarder. Him that diligently seek Him. Well, let me let me. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So. Um, I mean, it's hard for me to start getting uh, talking about Jesus and start talking about faith and not get happy. I get excited when I'm thinking about the goodness of Jesus and all that He had done for 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 me and you. Uh, my, you know, somebody said my soul cries out, and then somebody shouted hallelujah, praise God for saving me. I don't know about you, but I'm glad I'm saved. So, and so then he said, look, well, let's look at another verse. He says, um, in the second verse of this 11th chapter, it says, for by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. What am I saying? He's saying now faith. What are you talking about? Now faith. The biggest word in the whole chapter is now. You know, you can't use you can't use faith. I'm gonna use faith. I'm gonna I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna fast and I'm gonna shout and I'm gonna dance and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna you know go to the altar and all that. That's all good. That's prayer, but that's not faith. Faith is when we act upon what God has already said. When we have faith is also what we believe. We have a confidence and we believe that we have an assurance that what, what God said in his word will happen if we pray and we believe. That's faith. So he says, so now this is what he's saying. So now faith. He said, now you don't need, you can't have faith. Uh, I can't use yesterday faith. That won't work. Just because it, it worked yesterday don't mean it's going to work today. So God might change it. Like I always, uh, I know in my life, I always use this illustration in my life. I know this works for me. God can change his instruction. Whatever his, whatever his instruction is, he can change it. He, he, he never changes what I'm trying to say. He don't change his instruction because the instruction or his prescription is in his work. You know, every day, you know, somebody says, if you want to know, you know, faith is, uh, faith is uh, instruction. However, they say that it was saying that it was uh, you take this instruction daily. Um, so the point is, I'm trying to make is faith is God, God in us, telling us that we can do it, and we have to believe that even though we don't see how we're gonna come out, we are blindfolded spiritually, but we are walking by faith and not by sight. That's faith. See, I don't need to know how God can feel as just as long as I know He's real. Can I get a witness? I don't need. I don't need to know how God going to feel me. And just uh, don't just know he does. You know, because uh, if you can have COVID-19, I had it, COVID-19, so I can just, I can testify about it. I had it. I had the COVID-19. But I mean, it wasn't, the, it's not the end of the world. I mean, but you would think that this was, this is it. I mean, you think that this is, you know, you might as well, you know, start calling your mom and your brother and your sisters and, you know, calling them, you know, you know, checking on the wheel and everything and, and calling your, your attorney or whatever. But the truth of the matter is something inside of you would tell you, should tell you, if you've really been born again, this is not it. This is not all that it is. And because and then you could fight this thing. And you know, that's what faith is like. I can fight this, I fight my way out of this out of this thing. Then I'm not gonna let the devil just have my life. I mean, a lot of people give up before they time. I don't know about you. I'm not dying no time sooner than I need to die. 
if it's God's will. If the, unless the Lord tell me it's time to go, as long as he said live, because I know the Bible talked about that. Uh, how in Isaiah, I shall live and not die. I don't know about you, but I plan on living. <laughs> somebody ought to say, oh, you gotta write that down. They write that. Somebody need to write that right now. They're looking at me right now on the edge of the bed. Look at me right now. It got the phone in. I can see it hanging out at me. The phone almost about ready to drop. But they sold the press. The phone about ready to drop on the floor. They can barely hang in the, in the bed because the, their back is hurting them so bad. The Lord told me, straighten up in that bed. Straighten up. He said, when you straighten up, your muscles going to get strong. Talking to somebody. I don't know. I can't see you, but God can see you. And we just read that. And God can see you no matter where you are. He can see you. And so he said that he told me to tell you, sit up. He said, because when you sit up, you're going to get up. And so I don't, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you, you, can, you can make it. That's what, that's what this word is talking about. So he said on, uh, in the third verse, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Huh? So the word by so he's saying the worlds were framed by the word of God, and so that the things were which were seen were not made of things which are visible. Okay, let's look at this. Look at this. In Hebrews 11, chapter in the first verse, he is saying what he's really saying is that, um, is that you gotta understand faith is an action word. Or should I say it's a, a, an adjective? It's something, uh, something that got to be in action, it's emotion, in motion. Or um, it's got to be. It's not. It's not something that's sitting still. Faith is not something you're waiting, waiting to happen. That's not faith. Somebody say, "I got faith. I believe God will give me a house." Have you ever heard people say that? I believe. Let's wait till I get my money together. God will give me a house. Yeah, but how long ago? How long ago? That was, what, that was 25 years ago. You've been saying the same old uh, confession. But what what is faith? Faith, I would just read about it. He said faith, you got to have a confession. What did, what did you say when you got to say? You don't lose that just because you get saved. Like when you get saved, you can, the Bible says, Romans 10 chapter talks about faith. It says, uh, with the heart, man believe it. And with confession, or, or, or man or woman believe it. But with, with the heart, Confession is made into salvation. Have you seen people join the church and never really uh, change? They never give because they only didn't really give their heart to the Lord. They just join the group. You know what I mean? They just join an organization. But when you really, oh Lord have mercy, don't get me started on this one. But because I get happy on this. Now in Saint John the third chapter, uh, one of the, the favorite scriptures I have uh, in the gospel. To, to, to give you, you know, for salvation, somebody is not saved, is to read about Nicodemus. Nicodemus should remind you of yourself when you first got saved. He's pretty much just pretty much just laying it out in black and white. He's, he asked him why uh, in the third chapter. He says, can a man or a woman be born again the second time into his womb? You know, and how could that how could that be? How could that be? And the Lord told him, Nicodemus, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot or she cannot see the kingdom of God. 
She sold the kingdom of God in where? Inside of you, living inside of you. So the point I'm trying to make is, what are we saying with our mouth? You know, what are we saying? We, 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 what are you saying? What have you speaking over your kids? What are you speaking over your or over your finances? When we're not, we, I can't wait to do it. It's time to give because I want to say something. I, 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 I'm looking for a miracle. Somebody said, I'm looking for a miracle. Who did the clock just put that song out? I'm looking for a miracle. I'm, I'm expecting through a, a miracle. Huh? Just believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Hey, hey. And just believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Seriously. Not, not really necessary to buy, you know. And um, like last night, I was going to buy um, some food, some Italian food. But the restaurant wanted to charge me uh, twenty, almost twenty dollars for some for some Italian sausage sandwich and a cup of soup. I said, I don't think that's a little bit too much. I don't think I want to pay. I don't want that sandwich. You know, I get to I go get me something else. I don't think that. You know, that, that's just a little bit too much for just a sandwich. I ain't getting no french fries or nothing, you know, no, you know, no marinara or nothing to go with it. You know, I, I thought that was a little bit too much. You know, I wasn't being cheap. It's just uh, you got to be wise. That's what uh, Proverbs says. Wise as a serpent. You got to think. That's why he said you got to think. You just can't do, just spend your money. You got to be wise like the ant. You got to start thinking. And so, like I said, to make a long story short, I take them and I put the bills on the table. And I get a pen, I go around one by one for the whole month. What did I spend? Where did that money go? What did I do? What did I do wrong? Okay, I spent $100 too much on this. I need that. What did I buy that for? You know, I already got this. I already got two of these. So why did I buy that? So and this person, these, these people, uh, this company charged me three times. They were going to charge me once. So that's money I can, I can save. I can call them and say, overcharge me. But what I'm point I'm trying to make is a lot of times we overthink our problem or our situation. When God says, use your faith. Why you use your faith? Don't you believe that I can bring you out? And um I wanted to say this soon. Is while I'm I'm, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. I'm like, I don't want to go, you know, I got, you know, in case of emergency, I hate to go spend emergency money or something, but you know, what's I needed in there, was nothing there for you know to help me. So you know, as soon as I got ready to get in the get in, get in the uh go get the mail, go downtown, get the mail, and open up the mailbox. You know, when I go to the mailbox, I pray for everybody on that road. Everybody on my road. everybody from the left all the way to the right. Because you know I go to you know, a lot of my mail folks, you know, come to the uh post office box or the ministry. As you want to write, this is your day for a miracle broadcast, PO Box one four three nine, Chicago six oh six nine zero. You welcome your donations. You can also go to uh, AndreMurphyMinistries.com, and there is a uh, an app right on there on there where you can give a PayPal or a credit card or however you want to do it. You know, if somebody. It's a lot of times people feel blessed and they feel leave there and them, the door is open and um, they'll be welcome. You get a receipt by the way. Okay, so now I wanted to say is it's talk about faith. It says faith is the real facts that. Uh, the amplified version says faith is real facts that um, that has that the senses has not yet uh, revealed. So faith is the title deed. Uh, so you know I already got. You know, but if you buy something, you buy a house, you buy a boat, or you buy a car, you don't want it till you get the bill. 
get, get the deed. Can I get a witness? Or you get the title. You get the title to the uh, you know to the car. But what I'm trying to point I'm trying to make is faith is a blessed assurance. The Lord gave me that. I wrote that down today. This was faith. Uh, Twelve o'clock. The Lord said, "Tell them that faith is the blessed assurance that it will that whatever I need it'll happen just because I believe when I pray." That's what the Lord told me. Now I get that from the book. That's how I can come from. I downloaded that in my spirit. So I'm gonna say it again. Faith is the blessed assurance that it would happen just like God said it would. And it would happen just as I believe when I pray. That's what the Lord said. So you should have when Jesus said in his, in his scripture, I believe it was in John, I mean um, Matthew, he says. And you should have what you say when you pray. If you believe, you gotta believe. You know, so I can't get what I what I what I uh, pray for if I don't believe. And I'm not just saying this. It's not no just no. You know, people say, "Oh, this is just a, oh, you know, a whole bunch of stuff about merit, uh, money." No, it's not. It's about faith. Because see, people are having a tough time. You know, and when you're having a tough time, you need somebody to tell you from experience what God can do. And now. I'll be be there, and she get happy on that car. And we thought she was done, and she would. She, she said, "Say you just look," and everybody would just get happy all over. Again. But I'm just saying, what I like, everybody like about her is that she was happy about doing the will of God. So I, I want to say it to, to you today, and somebody said, "What are you talking about today?" I want to talk about the, the whole. My whole subject today was be happy with what 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 God um has. Giving you to do, and on why you're here, why you're here. Be happy. Whatever it is that God has given you to do, be happy. Don't complain about it. Just go ahead. Whatever it is that He told you, whatever assignment He has given you, be happy with it. Be content. Be content. Look that word up. Content. What is content? Look it up. Because something we cannot change, and not something won't change. And then something God. Is fixing us. He won't change until we change. So and then and so and then something will remain the same. And one thing I like about the Lord, you know, I like about the Lord. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Bill Boyd, Mr. Boyd, for joining. Thank you so much. Give you a wave and thank you, uh, Brother Allen, um, um, Jerome, for, for joining. Uh, I want to thank you so much for uh, for being a part. Uh, if you missed the first part. Uh, please go back and read, um, you know, a little bit about that. We say because he saw uh, about faith. We're looking at uh, Hebrews, the 13th chapter. I mean, um, Hebrews 11 chapter, and we were talking about faith and how important it is for us to use our faith because when we use our faith, God gets the glory. And uh, we don't want to. We don't want to give up uh, the fight um, that we have in, uh, in life just because things get rough. That's basically uh, that, just because it gets tough doesn't mean that God's not with us. That's basically what we, we were talking about today. And we talk about this shield of faith, which quenches the fiery darts of the enemy. Uh, and then he talks about putting on a, a Galatians five twenty two. Talk about putting on a, a, a helmet of salvation. And, uh, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Uh, so we, we need God's protection and his spiritual guidance to, to guide us because God is our refuge, 
uh, Psalms talk about that. God is our refuge and our fortress. Somebody said, what is a fortress? A fortress is a place where you go where there is safety. I don't know about you, but I have been to a, uh, a point in my life where I needed uh, uh, a safety. I needed a shelter. I needed a, a, a someone to make me feel comfortable. No matter how strong you are, no matter how tough you are, they'll come to a time in your life. No matter how strong we are and how much, how much, how much, or how many weapons you have, there will always a come a time where fear will come in and try to destroy you or devour you. That's why uh, whenever Jesus showed up, or whenever God showed up to Moses in the Old Testament, no matter where we saw him at in the Old Testament, whenever God showed up, the first thing he would say in his voice. To his children or to his people or to his prophet, uh, which was uh, Moses, I think one of the, he wasn't the first, I believe he was the first prophet. He would say to them, uh, Moses would say, they're not going to listen to me. Jeremiah said, they won't hear me. He was a weak call and weak prophet, uh, Jeremiah. But what happened? God always said first, fear not. So I'm going to say it to you, whoever it is, I don't know who I'm talking to. You might see this uh, video a week from now. But you might need to know this. Fear is the false evidence of something uh, appearing uh, appearing real. So in other words, it's, it's, it is real if you believe. What is? But if it's, if you believe that there's nothing behind the screen, um, then there's nothing back. Have you ever seen people go to a movie theater back in the, you know back in the day? Back uh, a few years ago, that we would go see Dracula, or we go see Brackley, or we go see Friday the 13th, and all those movies, those scary movies that we would go to see. You remember that? Freddy Krueger, and we go see all these oh, scary movies. Y'all remember that? And people, when they get, when, it, when it's time to go, people be, somebody would say boom or something, and everybody in the, in the uh, show would, would jump. Why? Because of fear. So that's what I'm saying. Fear always uh, uh, appears larger and bigger than the truth. Because in the truth, don't have to dress up. You know, you uh, hear a story about uh, truth and lie. I'm sure you probably heard about that. Uh, but this, the, the moral of the story is God is our protector. God is our refuge and strength. He is a very present help. Thank you so much for the, for the, um, the hands up. And the, the hearts. So I appreciate that. Uh, and the, but he says, but because because God is our refuge and fortress, uh, we 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 have habitation. So in other words, I can when I don't know what to do, when I don't know where where to go, when I don't know what to say, when I don't know how it's going to work out, God is my fortress. There's a place I can go where everything is peaceful. I got, there's a place where I can go. No matter how, so, you know, I can work out and my muscles can, if I must, if I go and work out today and, and you take a picture of me now and I come back and work out two days, all of this would be up like this and my chest would be stuck out, right? But that's my body. That don't got nothing to do with the mind. It got nothing to do with the spirit. It doesn't do anything with the mind and the spirit. But it makes you feel strong. It makes you feel uh, better. But what happened when fear comes? You gotta have something up here. You gotta have something in your mind. You gotta have something in your heart. So if when fear comes, you say, "Oh, I don't care about that. I know that God's gonna deliver me. I know the Lord's gonna bring me out. I know that God's gonna prepare a, 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 
preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I know there's no weapon. Because see, it confession will begin in the heart. And then with the, with the mouth, confession is made. So you got you can't confess if it's not in there. And when it's, you, know, you can't, you can't just say I'm healed if you don't believe. You can say it, but what I'm talking about, it, can you really believe? See, when you believe it, you're going to walk in the I don't care if, they, if the doctor say I got, when they told me I had COVID-19, I didn't believe it. Well, the doctor say, the doctor came out and she came out with her, she said, wait, I'll be right back. I'm going. I said, what are you doing? And I asked the doctor, like, well, no way. You believe me, me here. You just told me I had COVID-19. You told me you're going to be right back. I'm trying to figure out where you're going. She said, I'll be right back. I'm going to print out something. So what did she do? She went, she put, she went to print out of the results. But when she, before she left, she was, when she come back to results, she had her, 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 her papers in her hand and the report. And she said, this tells me that you have COVID-19, um, you have the virus. So you have to stay at home, you have quarantine for a couple of weeks, and you have to, and don't go out the house, and, and you got to take this medication or whatever. But when she, when she said it before she left, I let her know I don't believe that I have it. I know what you just told me. That don't make it so. Because the way she came back was like, oh, like, you know, she was so worried, like, oh, like, this is the end of the world. And I don't need that kind of doctor in my life. My medical doctor don't like that. And this, this was the emergency doctor. And I let the emergency doctor know, emergency room doctor know. I don't believe what the way you act, your conduct, and the way you, what you're saying. I don't receive that into my spirit. I respect what you're saying. You're a professional. I know you got the result. I know you got the printout. But I can't receive that into my spirit because by faith, the Bible says that I'm here. And so something inside of me kept telling me, don't you believe that? Because of what would have happened if I had went home and, or on my way home and I had believed that's what she said, that it, the way she said it made me feel like I was, it was the end of the world in the world. On top of that, I could not even get the medication that I was supposed to have. The Lord said, the devil said, oh, I got you now. But something inside of me stuck telling me, oh, yeah. you know, somebody, I over I, I know I'm trying to help. Somebody be helping that. But the Lord said, it's not over yet. Yeah, you got the report. But the Lord said, it's, somebody said, the Lord said to me, it's not over yet. He said, you got, I got something else I want you to do. So what happened? The Lord said, get in that kitchen. Get up. I crawled, I crawled around the floor. I was, I mean, I was sick. I mean, I was really sick. I'm going back and forth from the, you know, from the living room, from the bedroom. I mean, from the living room. I didn't make it to the bedroom. I was in, from the living room to the to the um to the bathroom. And the Lord said to me, You got to come up with a um uh, some kind of uh, uh something that's gonna help. You got to come up with some kind of remedy. And and you know, and it can't be something that you used to. But that, that, all that other stuff, all that stuff before, all the tea, all the honey, honey and lemon, all that stuff, none of that stuff, or none of that, because it wasn't no cold. And the Lord got to me, and I got to read me, and I found out what it is, you know, what exactly what the Bible is for. And then the Lord got some uh, doctor from, I don't know, I think he was from the 80s, came on me, was talking about it. And the Lord said, do exactly what he's doing. And he was cooking some kind of look like a stew or something. He made a head of onions and he had some garlic and um, uh, some honey. God bless you, sister. And a few other things. 
and I got it in. I went, you know, I went to the store. I could barely make it to the store. I come back to the store, and I got me, you know, got the garlic and the onion and the lemon and and the honey and uh, you know, and I got the, you know, stir it up and stir it up and I put it in there and got me some carrots and some onions and that stuff. When I got through making it, and I mean, it tastes like. I mean, it almost killed me when I put it down. But that stuff from everything that was out of me, that was in me. I'm not saying that this is remedy. I'm not trying to give nobody no uh, prescription or no doctor's uh, you know, prescription. I'm just telling you by faith, I did and acted on faith, believing that whatever it is that God told me to try, I got in there and, I, it, 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 and it didn't come out the first night. I mean, this was like, I can tell you, it was about two weeks. It was two weeks. But God brought me through. So I, oh, that's all I wanted to say. So for, uh, so faith is believing that God can do what we cannot do. But we got to trust him in the meantime. So faith is having patience until you get back. But I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't just stop and just, and get, and get satisfied with, uh, thank you so much for sharing the video. I can't get stuck in uh, negativity. Because sometimes people on sometimes people will bring you down. You know, uh, your thoughts. Okay, how how much? Okay, what? How high? How uh, high? On the level of faith you get, there will be somebody who will bring you, try to bring you down, bring it down, knock it down. Uh, knock all the faith, all the spirit, all the encouragement, all the self-esteem. Somebody will knock it down. But can you, what the Lord is telling me, can you build it back? Do you have enough strength? Do you have enough faith to go back after they knock you down and build it back? He said, but the Lord says,